This is the MagicWordPodcast.com. Hello, this is Scott Wells for the MagicWordPodcast.com. Well, we are off for Myrtle Beach and the Magic at the Sea convention. It hasn't been held for a number of years, and so uh, Charles Bach and a group of guys have, and gals have putting this, uh, put this together uh, for a repeat engagement. Um, but right now, I am at the airport, and this is quite an experience. First of all, that I had recently moved from uh, Houston to Austin, so this is really my first time of... Um, trying to find the parking area and then also to get down to where I need to be at the uh, gate and getting through security is different from what I had before. Plus, my drive time used to be 20 minutes to the airport. Now it's like an hour and 20 minutes. And uh, it's it's just ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. And so I have to get up oh, so much earlier, like 3 o'clock in the morning in order to uh, catch a an early bird flight over here. And uh, although that Austin has uh, a lot of shopping area, matter of fact, I feel like I'm walking through a shopping center uh, as I'm walking up and down the corridor over here, but not one Dunkin' Donut in the whole place. What do you know about that? That's very unfortunate. Someone um, I asked thought they perhaps sold Round Rock Donuts, uh, which are some amazing donuts from the city of Round Rock. But uh, I asked someone else, and they said, no, that's just a myth. <laughs> but uh, that's the only thing I think that could be better than um, than some Dunkin' Donuts. Anyhow, as I said about the Magic at the Sea, I'm uh, going up just a little bit early. This is uh, Wednesday as I begin, and the convention actually begins on Thursday, that you'll be listening to the rest of the report of what happened on the first day. Uh, a lot of activities happening on the first day. Sometimes I just report like a, I combine the first and second day because there's not too much happening the first day, but... Unlike usual, there will be several things that are going to be happening. I uh, believe there uh, be, is going to be a, a children's uh, lecture starting off at about 4 o'clock. But uh, prior to that, I'm going to, uh, I've been invited to play a little golf. And Myrtle Beach is a premier location for golfers uh, worldwide, apparently, to attend or, or to go and, and vacation and play some golf. There are a lot of courses all around in and around uh, Myrtle Beach and so the uh, weather is supposed to be spectacular uh, and meaning it's warm during the day and cool during the evenings so hopefully I've brought enough clothing appropriate to the weather but the uh, inside where the convention is going to be of course it's going to be nice and cool and air conditioned most of the activities taking place in the Charles Bach Wonders Theater so I'm anxious to uh, attend this convention again uh, it's kind of funny I, I was going to be booked for uh, performing and lecturing at this convention some years ago, but then they ended up uh, not holding it. Uh, they canceled that, and that was the last year they'd had it, and I want to say it's been about 10 years. So anyhow, it's kind of uh, been laying there, and there are so many other conventions going on, I guess they decided that we might as well join the rest of the people who are losing money on conventions. I don't know. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's break-even at best, it seems like, for people who... Uh, organizers who put on conventions. I say people. I mean organizers, meaning uh, clubs uh, and other groups that uh, sponsor uh, magic conventions. Anyhow, uh, yes, if you guys are not here, then I suggest that you come soon and perhaps plan on staying late. You know, I think this is going to be kind of like a uh, different... 
different kind of a convention from the standpoint that typically you go on a you go to a magic convention and it's in a nice area where you can take a family and they kind of have a vacation. This I think is just kind of the opposite because I think it's a vacation in which there happens to be a magic convention going on also. And I say that because uh, as I understand that there are three separate hotels and they're not right next door to each other that uh, are going to be the hosting hotels where uh, people are suggested to uh, to stay where they have the best rates uh, from the beach to a few miles away but the one that's going to be uh, where I'll be staying um, is going to be closer to the uh, uh, venue because again all things will be happening at uh, at the Wonders Theater and then afterwards you get back to your respective hotels and uh, then pick up the next day. Uh, dealers and everything are all going to be right there. Anyhow, I'm looking forward to it. I'll give you more details once I actually get inside the building and find out what's going on. So, um, by the way, I said that they don't have a Dunkin' Donuts, but they do have a Starbucks. And let me see what I got today. Oh, yeah. This is something a little bit different. I haven't tried before. These are egg bites with Greer cheese and bacon. So that sounded good on the menu, so we'll find out if they are. They're kind of two small little uh, egg, look like muffins almost, and a little latte. Let's try that out. You know, that's some good hot coffee. That's a good hot latte, actually. So, um, yeah, the line was long, but I used my mobile app and zipped right through the mobile line, bypassing probably 20 minutes of wait time. Although I've got nothing else to do for the next hour before my uh, flight. I see it's 6.34 right now, and the flight departs at 7.30, so we'll be boarding probably in about a half hour or so. So, until we get over to Myrtle Beach, this is Scotty out. So, uh, we have arrived in Myrtle Beach, and the convention is... About to begin any time, I believe, actually, at about 4 o'clock or something. And i got some people over here who are involved with the convention. Uh, Ron Conley. Hey there, Ron. Hey, how you doing? Fantastic. Good to talk to you again. It's been a while since we last actually chatted in the podcast. That's right. <laughs> and uh, Eddie Wade, good to see you as well. Good to see you as well. We were just talking about the uh, you enjoyed the podcast. Thank you very much. I'm glad you listened uh, to the convention podcast in particular. So you're going to be at Tricks then also. I will be at Tricks in Charlotte. Okay. So you just took over uh, Magic Methods, is it? Or? Uh, nine years ago, I took over Magic Methods from Jerry Mincer. Mm-hmm. Yep. And is Jerry still alive or he passed? Uh, Jerry passed uh, two years after I took over in okay. 2016. Okay, boy, time passed. I mean, I, I thought I remembered that he did, and I've got some of his books still. You know? He was 75 years old, mm-hmm. and uh, the company's been now around now for over 50 years. Wow. Okay. Then he started it? He started it in 1969. Okay. Well, good that you're carrying that uh, legacy forward. Yeah, we, we sure are. Well, as I recall, I thought that you had a booth there last year at, uh, at Tricks, too, didn't you? Uh, not last year, but we've had booths at Tricks before. Okay. We kind of rotate the different conventions, uh, you know, try to get around. Well, then maybe that was where it was because this would be my third one, and so maybe it was my first one where I saw you. There. Probably was a couple years ago. And so, Ron, you were involved then as a local club member uh, here in Myrtle Beach then as well. So tell me about kind of the convention, how this got started again. Well, we've had it a couple of times before, and it was really popular, and uh, uh, Dave Tanner wanted to do it again, and uh, so we teamed up with Charles Bach, and uh, it's going to be a really great convention. Uh, 
the uh, next lecture is at 4.30 and it's, and, uh, it's on children's magic and then uh, we got a big show tonight too. But Who is that going to be giving the children's Wacky Zacky or what's his name? I don't know. <laughs> Something <laughs> look, like that. Look, look at the thing. Eddie's looking it up now. <laughs> okay. Uh, but that starts like at 4.30. That's the first official thing, I guess. Yeah, that'd be the first official thing and uh, we'll have a full day every day for uh, Friday and Saturday too. What do you say it is, Eddie? It's Amazing Adams. Amazing Adams. So close. Wacky. Okay. Yeah, we just had the dealers uh, little pre-show there. The dealers open tomorrow, and uh, Amazing Adams is doing a lecture on children's show business. So it's a little bit something for everybody at this convention because you've got a busking illusion. You've got a a lecture on watch deals. You've got a sleight-of-hand lecture. And then you've got evening shows. You've got a sleight-of-hand show, a comedy show, and a stage show. Something for everybody, that's yeah, for sure. something for everybody that's here. Yeah. And we've got over 120 magicians. You said uh, also they just had the little dealer show. And was that actually over in the dealer's room over there at Dave & Buster's, or was that here on the stage? That was here on the stage. So we've got a wonderful theater here that Charles Bach has. But uh, the dealer room is going to be over at Dave & Buster's in their conference room. Okay. And so that's just like... 50 steps away from the front door of the Wonders Theater. That's right. That saves everybody from having to walk upstairs here in the theater ah. uh, and going up the stairs because some of us are getting a little agey. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. Yeah, I know. So we're going to be having some other activities that will be upstairs, I understand. That's right. There's also a free dinner tonight that goes with this convention oh. at 530, which is also in the bar just, just across the uh, way here. Is that the Bar Louis? Or bar Louis. Okay, yeah. right up across the street over there then, too. This is a nice little shopping center. They hear the music in the background. We're outside, actually, right now. And the reason being is because the music's pumped up for disco music. It sounds like inside and everything. Yeah, uh, this theater that Charles has used to be a, a disco, mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't make it through the pandemic. And so uh, he took over the building. And uh, it's it's a wonderful setup that he's done here. He's put a lot of time and money into it. Well, and he's been doing that over the years then, too. I went to the show last evening and uh, have nothing but rave reviews that I can say about you know, the excitement and dynamic uh, show that he puts on. When has some uh, great stage assistants that, uh, that help him. He's got a lot of creative and innovative ideas that I've not seen anybody do. And he said, yeah, these are my ideas. And Kerry Pollack had helped him work through some of these things, obviously. I said, well, I can see the wireless wizardry of that, you know, that he had helped then, certainly. Great show. Oh, yeah, it was a tremendous show. We were here last night. We saw uh, Charles the first time he came down here. He was in another theater that got sold out from under him. Oh, my goodness. And uh, it, was a, it was a great show. And that's been probably three or four years ago. Yeah. yeah. Back uh, before the pandemic. So you said also, Ron, that this is going to be just a, a, a great convention. And Eddie was talking about some of the things that are happening. What yeah. do you think is going to make it great? Well, we're, we're going to have contests, too. We've got contests for the youth and for adults, both stage and uh, uh, close-up magic. And uh, I'm going to be one of the judges. Just... Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. There you are. Uh, yeah, usually I'm a contestant, but... Uh, so it's kind of neat to be the judge now. Yeah. <laughs> Sit on the other side. Yeah, yeah. I, I won uh, uh, at the contest at the last ones, uh, last three or four of them I won mm-hmm. uh, you know, awards at, so uh, somebody else's turn. And this convention hasn't uh, taken place for, is it 10 years, or how long has it been, do you know? I'll ask Charles. Ten, 10 or 11 years <laughs> since they did the convention here. Um you know, there's so many conventions that were going on back in that time period, yeah. and and you know, last week there was a Atlanta Harvest Convention, and mm-hmm. and the weekend of the Tricks Convention coming up the first of November, there were actually three magic conventions on the same weekend. Oh wow! So you got the Daytona Convention, and, and I can't can't remember the name of the other one, but 
but if you come down to Myrtle Beach, there are three theaters here that all have magic. Oh, I didn't know that. I was just thinking that uh, Charles was the only one. Oh, dude. Because my... I know he's got a hypnosis show in the show. In... Yeah, there's, there's two other theaters with magic. Huh. Have they been here longer or about the same amount of time or I, just a couple of years? You know I don't know the length uh, of the run. Interesting. Well, I'm looking forward to this, and I, I think it's kind of exciting that they've got things over in Dave & Buster's over there with the dealers. I'm about to go over here. How many people or dealers they have this year, do you know? Uh, nine or ten. Yeah. About nine or ten, yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah. Sounds like it's going to be just a, a great convention, and uh, uh, the organizers and everybody are be proud to you know get this thing put on then again after so many years of uh, it's, it's a great place for magic people to come for a vacation we not only have the three theaters Renzi has a, a, a theater called the King's Theater in North Myrtle Beach and then uh, there's uh, another theater that uh, has Barefoot, Land, uh, Barefoot uh, Michael Barefoot performing there and plus we have two magic shops and we have a ring here, uh, ring 334 and we have a clubhouse, which is uh, to die for. We've got stages and uh, lounges and uh, even a magic shop there. And, and uh, it's really super. It's really a hub for magic activity. People may not realize how magical Myrtle Beach really is. I, you know, the way I look at this particular convention is this is a place that people should go for a vacation. And there just happens to be a magic convention going on, too. Yeah. Because, obviously, there's golf. There are so many other activities, that, you know, going on. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't really compete with the ocean. But so uh, there's, there's lots of fun things to do. You bring your family. And uh, it's a lot of magic. I came to the original conventions here, which always took place in January when the, the rates are low here. It's a little cold, you know, down here sometime in January. But if you're going to the magic convention, and have a good time. Right. But this I, year we're in, we're in September. As I've been driving around then also, I see it's bike week yes. here then too. So there are thousands of bikers who have come from all over the country too to congregate. So. Yes, it's, they do that every year. Yeah, twice a year, I understand, the spring and the fall. Right. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm looking forward to this. Thank you very much, Eddie. Thank you, Ron. Appreciate it. And uh, look forward to a good convention. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So now we're at the registration desk inside the actual uh, Charles Box Theater. We'll be talking to Charles uh, later, but uh, Jerry Thompson is... uh, uh, one of the hosts and who is working with this convention and hello Jerry. Hey Scott, how are you today? Nothing less than fantastic. I've been doing great. Thanks I love to, to hear that. Thanks to your hospitality and everything that you've been doing and showing me around the place and getting a chance to play with a little golf with Roman Lepre then this morning. Man, it was great. Weather's been fantastic. I love it. We Southerners got to stick together and keep that Southern hospitality yeah, something going. Something to Southern hospitality. Yes there is. Yes there is. It's real. <laughs> yeah. So tell me uh, about this convention then also. What is your particular Role. Yeah. What are you doing? I, well, You're I am kind of behind the scenes doing everything. Yeah, I'm like a behind the scenes. Um, I'm one of the principals in it, and um, I got roped into this, and uh, I love it. But um, I'm, I don't go to a lot of conventions. You know, I, I work a lot in the summer, and um, but yeah, I'm just behind the scenes mainly, and I'm really not doing anything uh, out in front. Uh, maybe you'll see me on the microphone a little bit, but pretty much at registration and then making sure everything runs smoothly. So you're again kind of the uh, the duck that's underwater, kind of paddling to make everything look smooth on top of the. That's right, and and uh, my wife, uh, you know, I think I told you she's a corporate trainer, and she's always telling me you got to slow down ten percent. So I, as I was walking, I was like, slow down ten percent. It is like that duck. Don't let them see yeah. you paddling like crazy. Because exactly. yeah, we've been running crazy getting registration up. At the last minute, I know that at conventions there are always some last minute changes in which that somebody doesn't show up, or there's going to be a contract that someone had to break or whatever. Absolutely. Do you have any issues? you heard this year? Well, um, 
so far so good, but we still got a couple of guys coming in, so uh, I don't want to jinx it. But we did have one dealer who didn't make it, and that's Roy from Jamstone. He's the guy that makes the um, badges and all the signs that you people use for their shows. He makes them in-house. He's a great guy, and he's a really, really, really stand-up dealer. And he got COVID, so um, yeah. So we just say a little prayer for him. And there was yeah. a convention, and I want to say it might have been at Abbott's uh, some time ago, in which that Marty Hahn and Brenda were driving in. And they weren't feeling well, and they did a self-COVID test on the way in, and they realized that they were positive, and they turned around and went back. Didn't get to come in as dealers then. So. You know, that's the worst. It does. I had a kids' camp set up with uh, 60 kids in it for a whole week, and I woke up on Monday morning with COVID, and it, it was just... I can't describe how hard that is to, like, just realize you, you can't do something that you were just spending your whole week getting ready for it yeah, just was yeah. in, it's, it's her yeah it's terrible well, talking about kids then I, the first thing that's going to be happening here and we're going to yeah. probably cut pretty short here yeah uh, we'll continue until we do but the first lecture is going to be by amazing adams and he's a family entertainer he's tell me about the, him he's one of the biggest ones in in, in uh, chicago and um but here's the deal he's not going to be talking about children's magic he's going to be talking about marketing children's magic and so you know i, I imagine everyone here could use some more marketing skills so i'm looking you can apply him. to your adult that's shows right or whatever you yeah Absolutely. Yeah. So that's what it's going to be on. So we're um, getting excited to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand we're going to be having dinner just after that over Bar Louie? Uh, good old Bar Louie right beside us there. Uh, complimentary dinner for everyone. Now, we're not buying your drinks, <laughs> but we are going to have the old Houdini Lounge upstairs where we'll have some cold beverages up there later after that. So it's going to be a long night. I hope I hope uh, we talked about this. We'll sleep after the, after the convention. When we're dead. That's right. When we're dead. Yeah. <laughs> are there any... Uh, acts or lectures or dealers or somebody that you're particularly looking forward to hearing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and I've seen this guy oh, many times because, you know, he comes, works this theater. It's Wacky Chad. Um, Wacky Chad is a um, pogo stick guy and he's a busker and he works for um, money on the streets and yeah. he's a big, big, he makes a lot of money. In Myrtle Beach. He's local. No, guy. well, he's not. He's, he's from... Uh, Somewhere up near Maine, I think. And but anyway, he works in um, Covenant Gardens and all that. He works. He works. He's a busker. He's in uh, in Boston. Um, I think he just drove from Boston. But he's a busker. He's on the streets and he is hilarious. He's one of my favorites. And then Kerry Pollock. I've never seen Kerry Pollock, and I'm I'm very interested in him and his all the electronic stuff. He's going to be lecturing as well as performing. Uh, he is. Yes. Yes. Kerry's doing both. So yes. Looking forward to that. It's going to be great. Yeah. Well, this is a great venue. Also, they got you know in Charles's Theater. It's a 200-seat theater. It's beautiful, got, isn't it? Yeah. And it's comfortable, and uh, it's right here at Broadway, the beach. And like I tell everybody, when you come here, you can get a hotel room at the La Quinta or the Holiday Inn Express, and you don't have to rent a car. I mean, you literally could get from the airport to here, and uh, you walk from the hotel to here, and there's everything you need here in Broadway, the beach. And you really haven't got to see all of it. I haven't at all. Well, we'll get you out there and show you around. Yeah, there's everything here, so yeah. Well, it is convenient. You know, I was thinking at first they were going to have the dealers in the theater, but then when you say it was going to be right. Dave Buster's, I mean, it's literally just 50 steps away. Yeah, you know, um, that's the only thing, and it's really not a disadvantage. Um, what we were going to do was put them up on the balcony, and we really thought, man, these dealers are going to want to hang us because they've got to carry all that stuff upstairs. 
partners. So we really rethought that. And uh, Charles has great partnerships with these guys like Dave and Buster's and Bar Louie. And they said, no, nah, come on in. We'll, ha- we'll open a dealer's room. So we have a wonderful dealer's room over there. And when you go over there, it's going to feel like you're at Magic Live because you're walking through those games. It sounds like it sounds like Las Vegas. Yeah. It does. So, yeah, they couldn't be hi- uh, nicer to us. Now, how are they going to be uh, monitoring security to make sure it's just magicians? I guess obviously by our badges because there's a lot of public in there. That's right. Uh, there's a room over there with swinging doors, and it says on there, you know, mag- magicians only. And we've got a couple of guys over there uh, checking badges. So, yeah. I would think also because that you are kind of partnering with them and there is a lot of public there, perhaps it would be a good way of selling public tickets to the evening show. Yes, yes. Uh, You know, Charles was up this morning at 4 o'clock doing 5 a.m. spots for our magic shows. because On television, yeah. Yeah, we do. We do offer public seating for these shows because these magicians are uh, nationally known and uh, we've sold quite a bit of seats um, just for people coming in to see the show. Yeah. Well, that's great. And there are going to be public shows both on Friday and Saturday tonight. Thursday, Thursday Friday, Friday, and Saturday. All three nights. All three nights, yes. We have a um, close-up show tonight, a comedy cabaret tomorrow night, and then the Grand Illusion show with Greg Fruin tomorrow night. Saturday. Saturday night. Yeah. Do you know approximately about how many registrants are here this year? I think we have close to 140 altogether. Okay. So we did pretty good. We haven't had this convention for 10 years. Yeah. And we uh, got it back up and running. And um, so, yeah, we want more. But... Um, we can seat 200, so we're, well, we're going to have room for the public t- uh, ticket sales. That's right. That's right. We do this year. So next year, maybe not. You know. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. Well, it sounds like they're getting ready for the lecture then right now. Yeah, Amazing Adams is up there, so let's go listen. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Scott. Oh, they loved it. I can hear the applause I for you right too. now. Yes. <laughs> so the Magic Word Podcast. That was Jerry Thompson, Scotty Adams. Right now, I am with uh, one of my friends who uh, I've known for a long time, and you guys have probably heard from time to time. He attends the uh, 4F convention each year in uh, Buffalo and also used to be co-editor of the Minotaur magazine along with uh, his business partner, Dan Harlan, uh, for many years. And he then is uh, here now at uh, at this convention. Please welcome my friend, Marv Leventhal. Hey, Marv. Hey there. Hi, everyone. Hello, hello, Mark. It's good, good to uh, see you. So you're up in Cleveland. So how far of a drive is that from here? It is uh, about ten hours. Okay, and you drove. Yes. Okay. Now you said that you, your wife, is the one who found out about this. So yes. tell me this story. You know, I, I uh, often wonders what she's doing online all the time. <laughs> she doesn't tell me until we find something like this. Out of the blue, I'd never heard of this convention from way back when it was a thing, I guess. It's been, what, 10, 11 years since they've right. had one of these. And she happened to find it in her Facebook feed. I don't know what's what's uh, what else is feeding her, but uh, <laughs> she discovered this and uh, saw what was... Uh, probably a really good lineup for a nice little convention. What I'm surprised about is that you didn't know about this since Dan's been a business partner and friend of yours like I know. forever. You know, me and Dan, we're, we're like uh, uh, Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis of Magic. Uh, That's funny. We're, we're still friends. In fact, I, you know, I got married two years ago. Dan was nice enough. He drove up from... Raleigh? Uh, yeah, uh, to attend my wedding. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Yeah, I know that. Uh, going around. Again, yeah. The, uh, got a little congestion now with the allergies, particularly here. You know, since I've gotten here, it seems to have 
<laughs> I've been coughing. It seems to have gotten a little worse. But anyhow. Yeah, so. He came to uh, your wedding? So, uh, yeah, he did come to the wedding. Very nice of him. And uh, a couple of times I think Dan was supposed to get married and, and didn't. I was scheduled to be his best man. Mm-hmm. So we kind of r- remain friends. We don't keep in touch a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But uh, I did manage to talk to him about the three-volume set that he's working on of all of his magic. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah, about that. No, he's putting out. He's going to put out a three-volume set. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know the exact details, but it's going to be like one volume every year or two. I don't know how often. And uh, if you subscribe, I know. To his uh, project, uh, you can get a, a discount on the rate of the three books. Right. Once it I comes think out. East, I think he told me they were each supposed to be about 300 pages. Don't hold me each. to any wow. of this. Okay. I mean, he's had a ton of material, and right. this is supposed to be everything. It's kind of like when Giant Thompson put out his uh, two-volume, you know, yeah. it's full of everything that he did. And it came out yeah. in a good time, you know, before that he passed, so hopefully yeah. Dan's got many more years to yes, go. Yes, let's hope. So I told, uh, as, as when I got word of this uh, project from, from another magician friend of mine, because I hadn't heard that he was doing this either, uh, I immediately uh, emailed him to try to wheedle out a free set of yeah. volumes yeah. <laughs> due to our past uh, partnership. Yeah. So... Um, he said, of course. I haven't heard from him since, so I don't know. <laughs> Until here. And I did I did say, tell him I was going to be here. Dan's on the, yep, the program the, here. So I'm looking forward to, yeah. to seeing him and catching up a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. It's not very far for him to drive down uh, from Raleigh. Raleigh, you know. no. Not certainly a lot closer than Cleveland. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. Well, that's kind of interesting. As I said, the fact that your wife had actually found out about the convention before you do. Well, over and, here, she, and she does that all the time. I am not good on social media. <laughs> okay. I, you'd think with all the, you know, the magazine stuff and... Yep, everything that you do. Everything I do. Because you had the you and Dan had the Minotaur. Those people who might be listening and saying, "How come I know that name, Omar Blenethal?" Well, again, he and Dan. No, what they're probably had, saying is, "How come I didn't get my last, last issue? issue?" That's. <laughs> but there was a uh, a one or two volume you had. Two vo- well, for subscribers, the last issue was one DVD. Mm-hmm. Uh, retail, it was uh, put out as a two DVD set mm-hmm. um, and if you were a subscriber and you wanted the second DVD you could purchase it right up here and I don't remember the price Yeah. but the reason we didn't include that uh, was that it was Dan doing I believe a trick from every volume you know Manitar went for eight years I think there's eight tricks or eight or nine quarterly or monthly I'd forget quarterly yeah he did uh, one trick from each year and also a bonus trick that wasn't in it. So since it was mostly material that was in it, you know, and it, and it was an added expense. Yeah. You know, we were given a DVD instead of printing an issue. Uh, it, you were able to purchase it, but you did get the last uh, issue as the DVD gotcha. if you were a subscriber. Now, uh, if you are a subscriber and you think you did not get this DVD, 
Um, that's a shame. <laughs> that really is. It's a damn. Don't contact you though, huh? <laughs> <clears throat> no, they can still contact me at uh, some address. I had an address for the Minotaur. I don't remember it right off the top of my head, but it's still active. Uh, if you look on the back of a previous issue, it should be at the bottom okay. of the back page. Seems like I remember it was a Mac.com or something. Yeah, it is. Yeah, something like that. So uh, just write me and uh, show me that you own a few issues. No, I'm just kidding. You, I, I'll trust you, but yeah. I don't expect to get inundated. Yeah. But uh, I've, if you're thinking of subscribing to Dan's project, I, I fully expect uh, all the write-ups from the Minotaur to be in there. Because yeah, yeah. Dan had a trick in every issue. That's four a year, so right there... That's like thirty, at least 32 tricks. A lot of content then. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing him and also a lot of other people at this convention. It looks like they've got a really good lineup. They've got a great yeah. venue over here with Charles Box Theater and, and everything else we're going to be doing. They're just about to wrap up the convention, or sorry, wrap up uh, Amazing Adam's uh, presentation then right now, talking about right. marketing and everything, and then have dinner. I'm getting kind of well, hungry. Let me just, a couple of things. You know, oh. these small conventions, I know how hard it is for them to get started and build up people. I know there's only I think there's only like 100, 150. Yeah, I think about 150 people here. Yeah. But I said I think I said right at 160 because they had or 140 because they had some more room. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but I I would. Can I plug another sure, convention? Sure. Of course. Uh, in January, I can't think of the organizer's name, but it's called. Uh, That's not the Gator Gate. No, okay. Gator Gate. Kent uh, something. He used to do the. Uh, Golden Gate get-together. This is the Gator oh. Gate get-together. He okay. moved from California to Florida. I think I've got that on the uh, Magic Convention Guide. If you yeah. go to the website, themagicwordpodcast.com, there, the convention guide. Because he would contacted me about this also, saying that he had yeah. used to do the uh, Golden Gate gathering. So he, it's, they've done it for two years. And it's located where? Is it? It's in Orlando. Mm-hmm. It's in the beginning of January. Uh, I've gone to the first two. Again, another small convention trying to get started up in a different location. It was a uh, not a, a huge turnout, unfortunately, for not for him, but for anybody that didn't attend, really. Yeah. Because they had an excellent lineup the first two years, I, and it wasn't expensive. Everything was in one room. He only had 50 people the first year. Uh, about the same the second year, and he's doing it again this year. And they've had excellent lineups. Uh, God, I wish I... You know what? I turned 70 this year. Hard to believe, I know. <laughs> You're a and, young man. Uh, I, uh, I can only really remember about one thing at a time. <laughs> and this is not one of them. Yeah, so I got it. You know, the, the, my filing system in my brain <laughs> is such that... If you happen to hit the thing I'm thinking about that day. Well, Sherlock Holmes said there's only so much room up in the attic, and if something goes up, something's got to come yeah, out. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. Well, Marv, thanks very much. Good, uh, thanks well, a lot. Good a plug on talk- that. Then, too. Yeah, it's a pleasure talking to you. And, glad you're here. And Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm here, too. I saw several other people from Ohio. I just saw uh, Patrick Prozecki also and his oh, wife. Oh, really? Yes, yeah. yeah, he's the Matt guy. Yeah, Pat's Matt's. Yeah. Pat's Matt's. So. I'm sure he's going to be a dealer over here tomorrow, too. So, yeah, uh, check out those local smaller conventions you might be surprised yeah the talent lineup and the stuff you'll learn there that's exactly right thanks very much it's the magic word podcast that was marv leventhal scotty out 
course, we'll be using his theater. And uh, one of them was uh, also one of my old friends, and that's John Schrock. Hey there, John. Great to be here. How are you doing? It's I'm good doing to see fantastic. you. fantastic. So you just flew in from Tucson this morning, or were you I doing? flew in yesterday, yeah. Okay. So uh, you say you didn't play golf this morning because you're still sleeping in? What is yeah, deal, I didn't man. get in until too late. Okay. Well, I didn't know how early you went. And it's like 10.20, 10.40. Uh, I might have been able to make that, yeah. but it's it all good. Beautiful, yeah. It was nice. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad that uh, you're here. And so are you going to be doing illusions? You're gonna be, I assume you're doing close-up. I'm doing close-up uh, in like an hour and a half. and oh, then, today? Yeah. And okay. I'm doing a lecture tomorrow and then part of the stage show on Saturday. But it's not with Mary. So it's just me doing, you know, I was about to ask stuff. you if Mary would come yeah. with you or not. No, it didn't work she out. She still got her lawyering she's gig. She's still lawyering. <laughs> no, she's still doing great. We were just at the Magic Castle last week, so uh-huh. doing the big show. And it was fun. That's nice. Who did you work with out there? Uh, Chip. Romero. Oh, Chip was there. And, and Chip's here uh, as well. So, you know, I just... so it's like we're on a tour or something. <laughs> <laughs> is Chip, has he come in yet already? Yeah, Chip's here. Him? I haven't seen him yet. Yeah. Okay. That's that's great. Uh, and so I had asked you earlier, and so about what's happening, obviously, if you're not doing the thing anymore over at uh, Annabelle's. Warren and Annabelle's, Warren Annabelle's yeah. uh, since that uh, caught fire. So are they planning on uh, anything? Uh, what have you heard? You know, there's been a lot of rumors. I don't think there's anything I could say verified, that would sure. be verified i mean it's obviously it's beyond devastating for everybody in lahaina and warren loss has been warren and lisa they lost the business and you know, i don't know what the insurance is going to settle but i, I kind of think he doesn't want to see it go that way so in my heart i think he wants to try and get something going again he had something going out here didn't he uh well he warren? lives he lives here he lives in he lives in in greenville Okay. So that's not too far. Right. Um, and uh, his kid goes to school in Clemson. And, um, yeah, so he's from this area. He's from North Carolina. But things were kind South of going on their own. I mean, he didn't need to be there all well, the time. Well, we had a great a great organization at Warren yeah. Annabelle's. It was phenomenal. You the and Dana was phenomenal. And who else was working with Me, you? Dana, Chris Blackmore, and John George were the regulars. And, uh, yeah, it was a home. Mm-hmm. So we all it, – it, it, I don't say it ran itself, but, I mean, there's always yeah. hiccups and stuff he was dealing with all the time. But but he had a great manager, so he was able to um, semi-retire, I guess, yeah. and, and move back here. Yeah, I was talking with Dana Daniels uh, just, like, the day before. In fact, I did an episode in the podcast with him about, you know, literally the day before. The, yeah, out of Magic Live, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, wow, you know, what a difference oh, a day we were devastated. Make. We were devastated. It was it was unreal to, to I, whatever, it, just to see the images and, and, you know, when the rumors first started coming of it burning, you know, you don't believe it. And then once we saw the pictures, it, it's just, it's devastating. And to have spent, I mean, I've I've been working there for the last 16 years, spending roughly six months a year there yeah. in total. So it was like a second home. So to lose it all. And like a main job. It was my main job. Absolutely. Yeah, it was my main job. you were doing job. cruise ships before as well as right. some other stuff. Yeah. So, so I was asking what you're doing now. So I was like, yeah. you're looking for no, things. I'm, I'm transiting. <laughs> Anybody you know want to hire a real yeah. good magic act, I, I'm available. <laughs> Are you thinking about a theater kind of like what Charles has done here? Possibly? Uh, I, I don't know if I want to go that hard. I mean, Charles's place is incredible, and I'm so proud of what he's done. And I'm so uh, he's just a, Charles is such a great guy, yeah. and he deserves all the success. I, I don't know. I still live in Tucson. I want to live in Tucson. We're, I'm talking about maybe getting something going in Phoenix, kind of a um, rent out some rooms and, and oh, sell sell tickets on a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see what happens. I, I'm also really excited to go back. And work the clubs prior to, you know, Warren's, you know, which has been 20 years. You know, I used to, you know, work Magic Island and Caesar's Palace and, and uh, 
wizards in the castle. And right. I, I really love that. And there's a lot of great magic clubs around the country. And I would really enjoy just because I love that kind of work. So That's the thing is right now, John, there are so many different clubs, you know, like with the House of Cards and exactly. Chicago Magic Lounge, et cetera, that are opening all the time. Exactly. There's a lot of great clubs, and, and I really enjoy that. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try and take advantage of this opportunity that I have some opening in my schedule to do some of these things that I really enjoy. You know, that was one of the original ideas of the owners of the Magic Island back when it was Newport Beach and they were going to open one in Houston. The idea was, well, we're going then to Washington, D.C. and Chicago and Atlanta. And that way that the idea was, I think, to to have an act or that would yeah, be booked. around or yeah, whatever. It'd be, yeah, it'd be on the tour. And I would think that if somebody could put that together and work with all of the theater owners, you know, of Smoke and Mirrors and everybody else saying, okay, we're going to be here and there and just send, you know, a, a group like that, yeah. uh, that they can, uh, you know, people can follow them in this, well, you know, great. I just don't you have to organize. You can do it. There you go. <laughs> if I was younger, <laughs> I would actually totally be in on that. <laughs> uh, no, because there really, there are a lot of great clubs. Um, I have had the opportunity to work with House of Cards before. I'm scheduled to be there in the beginning of December. I can't wait to return because mm-hmm. uh, it was a great club. Uh, like I said, we just did the Magic Castle last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the castle, at, but Warren kept me so busy that I was only able to work it, you know, once every year or two. And now I, you know, I'd love to go back and do do every room once a year at least. When and, you were at the castle, I assume that you and Chip were working the palace, of course. We were in the palace, oh, yeah. So Mary and I, Mary and I did two spots on the show. Okay. So so I, know I opened the show this. with birds and origami and some big stuff. Chip came on in the middle. And then we closed with, you know, the vampire thing. And um, yep. it was a great show. We had a blast. We, we, we had an absolutely great time. Was it, it was a no-host kind of a thing where you didn't have an MC? Or I was kind of the MC, okay. yeah. So, so are you saying, here next we're going to be introduced Well, Chip, so, or? yeah, I came out and did the birds. And, and then, hey, I got a buddy with me. You guys are going to like and introduce Chip. And then yeah. brought him off. And at the end, we all bowed. And it, yeah. was, it was a great show. Was I was just talking time. last evening with Charles about how that you had been working with him out in Caesar's Palace. Yeah. Or Caesar's Magical Kingdom, you know, back in the day. Caesar's Magical Empire, yeah. yeah. Empire. I keep yeah. getting that messed up. But that must have been... I never got a chance to even uh, it was visit. A great place, there. great place. Yeah. Really good times. So, um, yeah. You know, that's this convention is all, all the buddies from back then. I mean, Greg Fruins here. He used to work at uh, the Flamingo across the street mm-hmm. in the City Light Show, and, and Charles was at, you know, was a Wizard at Caesars, and I did the close up show, and we all piled around back then. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, I just saw Greg across the street. It's, it's great to see a bunch of old friends. It is. Again, so we're going to have a great time. Yeah. Well, I know this is actually, a, although a convention for. <laughs> For magicians, but also it's Charles's friends. Yeah, and he's having a party, and we're just happen to we just get to be invited to this party. No, I'm, it's, I'm so excited to be here, and really just to see all the buddies and stuff. Yeah. And and I've never seen Charles to see her. Charles has been a very good friend of mine for a long, long time. Did you get here early enough to see a show last night? I, 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 I the plan was to come in last night and see the show, and I had some travel delays, oh, okay. so I missed the show last night. I'll see it Sunday, and I can't wait. But just to see the theater, I've only you know. So Charles used to work on a cruise ship. That sailed around the Hawaiian Islands, yeah. um, and so we would hang out every Sunday. That he'd be in Maui, oh, cool. and so we, for years, you know, well, like I said, we've been friends even before Caesar's Palace. But yeah. we would hang out. So I, I was with him when he was dreaming all this up, and uh, to see what he has accomplished, it's really incredible. I mean, this place is really nice. It really is. This is uh, an amazing theater that he's got here, and you know, looking up and then right now, you see that hook up there. He'd yeah. done a straight jacket escape. escape. Yeah, yeah, so he's done some promo things, tried to attract more public uh, ticket sales and everything. Uh, he, he's a hard worker. He knows how to do it. He's a hard worker. He's smart, and yeah. he's also a great magician. And he's well, he's, he's one of my best friends, so he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, John, sorry, good to see. You. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing him. I mean, I, are you going to be lecturing about the? Uh, is the Build and Walnut, or it's, what was the, the Ring and Walnut? Ring and Walnut. You're going to be talking I'll about that. I'll do that in the close-up show. Uh, I think the lecture I'm going to do tomorrow, I'm going to do my opening 20 minutes of Warren and Annabelle's and talk about, oh, cool. you know, what 
how to do it and why I think it works, you know, that mm-hmm. type of thing. So that, that's kind of my plan. That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah it's like how do, you, how do you select particular tricks, yeah, that, yeah. That in, to make an act. And obviously it was solid because you've been yeah. doing it for, you know, what, 17 years, you said? Or whatever. Yeah, 16 so, yeah, years, yeah. 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 Well, John, good seeing you. Thanks a lot. Thanks, for, man. Yeah. And I look forward to uh, hanging out with you here a little bit then this weekend, too. Cheers. So for the Magic Word Podcast, I'm John Schrock. Scott Young. Well, we just finished the uh, evening show. Actually, the show this evening was uh, Masters of Sleight of Hand, and it was phenomenal. Just like my friend I've got with me right now, who's phenomenal also, Howard Blackwell. Hey, Howard, how you doing, man? Hey, good. Thanks for having me on, Scott. You came up all the way from Charleston, South Carolina. I did, yeah. It was uh, a, a fast hour-and-a-half drive. <laughs> Not bad at all. And you've got your own club, actually, down there. We're here right now, of course, in Charles Box Wonders Theater. So tell me about your place. So I own Holy City Magic in downtown Charleston. It's a fantastic little magic theater. Uh, we have shows every week, and it's just a blast. Mm-hmm. And how do people find information as far as getting tickets or whatever? It's open to the public, obviously. Yeah, it's open to the public. It's at holycitymagic.com. Super easy to find. It's right in the middle of it's uh, historic downtown Charleston. So it's a 200-year-old historical building. There are burn marks in the floors from the Civil War. So yeah. it's, a great, it's a great little theater. And we have a cocktail hour before every show. Uh, we do an hour and a half show with an intermission, and then most nights we have an after show at the bar as soon as it's over. What's so an after show? You mean a close up? Yeah, close up magic at the bar, and just uh, we just have a good time with our guests. So it's it's not really just going in to sit out and sit down and do a show. It's a whole night out. It's an experience. Yeah. Now this evening show that we just had that was quite an experience that we had. Uh, let's go over some of the people who we had to begin with. You know, of course we had John Chirac. John Chirac was fantastic. It was great. Uh, he. he his, uh, I really enjoyed his personality. He was, yeah. he did such a great job. He, but my favorite, I have to be honest, Gogo Cuervo. Uh, <laughs> Tell me about him. So Gogo is, uh, he's actually my theater manager, and he works at Holy City Magic, one of the resident magicians there. Gogo, G-O-G-O. Just G-O-G-O. His name is about, uh, his name is about... 12 names long. He's from Bologna, Italy. Okay. So it's Gogo Eduardo, and it just goes on and on and on. Uh, yeah. But he is absolutely fantastic. He works behind our bar, and he did the, the close-up show tonight, and it was so fun. It was so fun. It was. He interacted very well with the people. I'd not seen or heard of him before. Yeah, he's uh, that. he did his castle act tonight, so uh, we, we perform at the castle every now and then together. Yeah. So we'll go out and, and hang out together and perform at the castle, but uh, he did a great job tonight, and his, uh, his slide of hand skills are, are so good. He's a big internet magician, too. He's got... Oh, is that right? Yeah, oh, he's they a, said like 125,000 followers, yeah. but he's got over 350 million online views, so... Wow. Yeah, so it's... Uh, and that's how he makes his living now, so the pandemic was really good to him. He was like, what am I going to do now? So he started performing online, so... Uh, his his skills are ridiculous. They're so good. I know there's money to be made. I'm talking with uh, Doug Kahn. Doug actually talks about that in his lecture now, saying he completely pivoted during COVID in order to find a new way to make money. It's like I'm sticking with this. Yeah, he makes a he makes a very good living with you know 150 thousand uh, legitimate followers and 350 million plus views. Yeah, uh, and he's just that's what he does all day. He's, he's got to be putting out content all the time. Yeah, he's literally, but it's a full time job. He spends yeah. Eight hours a day shooting and editing really? and putting putting things together for these little thirty second video clips and it's it's fantastic. Does he do it just for himself or does he do it for other people then too? Uh, so he consults with other people. So mm-hmm. he consults and he teaches magic classes at our theater. So he's really busy and really involved. So yeah, that's fantastic. And then we had uh, also. Um, 
let's see. So it was uh, John and Gogo, and I know we closed with Dan Harlan. Yep. That was uh, great. Lives up in Raleigh. Yeah. So not so far away. All right. Yeah, good he... evening, everybody. We have a lecture about to begin. Everybody oh, can sound like we have something else going to be happening right away. <laughs> so much going on. Yeah. I thought there's... we had a fourth person also in there, didn't we? Did I forget somebody? We did a comedy magician. Uh, Steve, Steve, Steve Beam, Beam Steve my guy. Oh my gosh, Steve he's going to kill me. Oh, he was fantastic. He was so <laughs> funny. He was so funny. He just, I love the dry humor. Yes, yeah, he was very good. Uh, well, and uh, we're looking forward later. We're going to be having this uh, open up, which is going to be like the Houdini Museum with a uh, bar and everything. And so yeah. it's going to be kind of cool. And you brought a few of your things. Into yeah, absolutely. I'm good friends with Dave Tanner, so he has a huge, uh, has a huge Houdini collection. So I've got a little bit of a Houdini collection. We're actually hosting. I get to host the 97th annual Houdini Seance this year. Well, you are. I'm hosting it at Holy City Magic, so I'm really looking forward to that. So I've got some pieces here and there. We've got some hang cuffs and i've got a set of houdini's needles and some mm-hmm. things like that uh so i brought those to help display them in the houdini lounge here we haven't come in and do your uh as your psychic so uh so we have a psychic oh what is her name uh uh, I, I would. She's been on the History Channel. She's been on uh, okay. sci-fi a lot. So she's one of the resident uh, psychics who comes in and, and does things like that. She's actually based in Charleston. She does a lot of. She does a lot of the. She does a lot of the historical tours, and she does. Uh, she's based out of Charleston and travels all around. But she's going to be doing. She's the medium. Yeah. And because uh, so, I did this for them several years ago in Fort Worth, I was the medium. Oh, did you? That's yes. fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, she. Because <laughs> uh, that was the, uh, the Radners, uh, Sid Radner, the successor. That's mm-hmm. that group of guys. That, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The Radners were actually, they came to check out the theater and looked at it, and they, they're like, we've got to host it here. It's That's just, cool. It's a really cool historical building. So mm-hmm. uh, so to have it right in the middle of all the, the, the history, it's fantastic. And it's going to be on the 31st. It is. Halloween. Yeah. Halloween. Yeah. We're looking forward Perfect to it. Perfect time. Yeah, come come down. Come down. It'll yeah. be a blast. Howard, great seeing you as always, Thank my you. Friend. Absolutely. So for the Magic Word Podcast, that was Howard Blackwell, Scotty Allen.